0: Special guest on the show now, Broncos coach Kevin Walters. Got it front and centre yesterday and uh, had the two antagonists uh, up as well. He's skipper and his co-captain uh, as well, and his vice-captain, I should say. Kevin, thanks for joining us. Yeah,
1: are no worries, boys. Good morning. How are we? Um, well, yeah, thanks, good.
0: Mate. Um, Not the sort of headlines you wanted this close to a season, obviously. No, it's not. Um, you
1: know, the, the instance that happened on, on Sunday night... Certainly none of us uh, are proud of or wanted it to happen, but it has happened, and I felt we've got you know, right in front of it and addressed uh, the issue. And then now it's in the hands of the NRL Integrity Unit, and, you know, we'll just get on with things. Thankfully, there's some football on this again yeah. up in uh, Mackay for us, so that'll be a good distraction.
0: <laughs> Kevin, can I just ask who drove yesterday? Who, 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 uh, who said that the two players were going to front the media and front the microphones?
1: Well, the two players were the you know, were all part of the group. myself, Dave Donaghy, and the two players, and Steele Tallon, who's our media person or head of media, head of communications. Um, it was all decided that we just got to get in front of it, and the boys were happy to do that. They're happy to, to own what you know what they've done, um, and so we thought that was the, the, the best idea. Rather than you know trying to hide behind it, just get out in front of it, and uh, let's get on with things. Yeah.
2: It it was probably very lazy, wasn't it? When they got in their little scuffle, they didn't stop it. They just, oh, I'm going, I'm just going to give him another clip. And it just it just got out yeah. of hand a bit, I bet.
1: Well, you, you've seen the ex-Broncos players in your dressing room's heels after <laughs> one-day games at the Dabba uh, <laughs> with the carry-on. So, yeah, it is just play-wrestle and it just turned a bit, a bit nasty at the back end of it. But there's nothing sinister in it. They're all... They get on famously, all these, these boys. I've never, you know, I've, I've been around lots of groups that have got great connections, you know, within the, the playing roster and this is one of those groups. So, yeah, just one of those things that, that uh, went, went bad late in the night or it yeah. wasn't even that late really. It was just, um, yeah, just, just turned sour. So
2: You were reported to be furious. Was that the case or just uh, explain to us how you did feel?
1: I wasn't, fear. I, I felt sorry for the for the two boys uh, in, involved more than anything because I know what sort of people they are. And uh, Pat Carrigan and, and Renault, our captain, both do so much, you know, in and around the community. Uh, they're such good people <laughs> everywhere they go. So they, you know, made a uh, poor decision um, on, on Sunday night, and they're you know paying a consequence for that decision. I'm sure they're, they're learning from it as well. It's important um, when you do make these types of mistakes that you. You learn from it. I've certainly, you know, I'm no angel myself when it comes to this sort of stuff, but, you know, this was 20, 30 years ago where, you know, things have changed and, and, the, and the environment has changed, but, um, you know, it's just one of those things
0: that happen, and we just got to, we've dealt with it, so we're, we're getting on with it. Yeah, and we'll move on as well. We've had a caller earlier about drinking culture. Kevin, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, sure, 20 or 30 years ago, and to a certain extent, I was a part of it. You know, when I'm living with the Broncos going to every training session, yeah. Uh, yeah, you'd have a few drinks and all that sort of thing, but I just don't think that culture exists now. And This no. was the week, as you know. Like, you have your fan day. You've got your launch this week. This was the week we'd say, well, boys, thanks for an unbelievably tough preseason. Have a night out? Aren't they yeah. entitled to a night out, their
1: kids? They, they certainly are, and yeah, as far as the drinking culture in, in rugby league now, it's it's very. It, times have changed so much, and they've had to because the, the players now, um, if they do, you know, have a drink, it just puts them behind their training, behind because. Back in the day, uh, when we were playing, every, every, most teams, you know, had a beer after games the, the like, regardless of, you know, there was no shorter turnarounds w- with matching and scheduling. So, uh, but today, sometimes it's five- and six-day turnarounds, and, and these players really want to look after themselves and after their body because that's their tool to, to you know, get them – the better they look after themselves, the longer they can stay in the game. And such. Mm. So they're, they're pretty – they're very good. Very good these days, and it was just an unfortunate incident, you know, on Sunday night. Um, and we're, you know, as we say, we're working together as a club to, to put that behind us, but also move forward and learn from the mistakes.
0: You can't dictate what the integrity unit's going to do, but what are your expectations A fine smack on the backside? Yeah. play on.
1: Well, I'm expecting a fine, which um, you know the boys, uh, the men that involved it, are totally in agreement with, and then we just get on with things. We've you know got to match on Sunday night up in Mackay against the Cowboys, which is a trial game. And then we head to Vegas, or Los Angeles first, next Thursday. We're there for about 10 days. Then we head across to Vegas for round one against the Roosters, which, for me, that's the exciting part of of what's happening. It's it's a shame what happened on Sunday night, but as I say, we've addressed it and we're we're moving forward now.
2: Uh, How would you answer a critic, which I picked off talk back radio yesterday, sort of saying it was... Horrible disrespect to the greatest game of all.
1: Oh, I think that's a bit harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys are great representatives of our game. Um, whoever that caller was or person was, tell them to drop down to the Broncos uh, fan day and see what the players are doing amongst the community with our fans. Um, I sat next to Ezra Mam signing for about an hour. And yep. the way for a 21-year-old kid and the way he handled – the situation with lots of different uh, people and cultures. It he, he was amazing uh, how how good he made people feel after you know signing their jersey or a card or getting a photo. He's very welcoming and understanding. And whether it was a you know seventy year old woman or a, you know five year old uh, boy or girl, he was tremendous with them. And all of our guys are like that. It was great feedback from everyone on the day on Sunday. It's just um, you know. They're good people and that's, that's why they've been you know, pretty successful the last couple of years because mm. they work hard, they train hard and they, they play hard and that's what it's about.
2: Hey, uh, uh, Kevin, maybe, maybe the bad bit for me is they were moved on from a venue or more. Um, th- yeah. That, you know, hopefully, can you go back and address those venues and maybe put a, have the yeah. boys put a bit of time into them?
1: Yeah, well, it was only the one venue, I believe, Fields, um, and that's the actually the boys have gone back and they're going to do some work around that and yes. making sure that everything's okay uh, at the venue because now that's not what they're like either. I mean, they're very respectful. It's just that demon uh, alcohol, it's, it's got all of us at different times in our, in yes. our lives uh. where you do things that you, you shouldn't, you know, and certainly that's the case. And, with, you know, on Sunday night, there's a few things that happened that, that shouldn't have, Um, certainly shouldn't have, and we're not happy about it, and we're disappointed with what's happened, but we are trying to get on with it and understand that, you know, we'll get around Paddy and get around Renault and a few of the other boys and make sure they're right uh, to get on with the season.
0: All right. uh, Let's talk footy. You've got Selwyn Cobb on the centres, I think. That's the one, I I suppose, that's been a a pet project. Tell us how that's going.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's good, yeah. he's Selwyn's um, certainly... a footy player as such he doesn't need to think a lot about what he's doing on the field a lot of it just comes naturally for him a lot of those indigenous boys have natural instincts you know on the field whether it's defending or getting the ball or being in the right position to accept the ball so i'm very much looking forward to seeing uh selwyn play in the centers uh, he's played a lot at center position as a kid and fullback so he's played sort of all those positions and a lot of wing for us as well everyone knows that so uh, very excited for for Selwyn to get the opportunity, you know, at left centre. I'm sure he'll be, be great for us, you know, over the season. He's quite a talent.
0: Hey, the other one, mate, which is a beautiful dilemma for coaches, Tristan Sailor, boy, was good the other night.
1: Oh, he was fantastic, yeah, in the trial against Winnemann. And to be fair to Tristan, he was very good when he came in last year at different stages. So we're, we're trying to work, you know, a plan around bringing him into the 17, you know, at some stage. But uh, I feel it's best to... to our best team to start the season will be one pretty close to, to that finished off last year. I know we've got four players that have moved on, but we've also had some players, you know, play in those positions throughout the year. So if we can start the season really solid with a nice, you know, uh solid line up and then gradually as the season goes on we can introduce different traits and, and specialties that will yeah. improve us, I believe, as a footy team. Mm.
2: how did the big fella go? The two hundred and five centimetre Takura. <laughs>
1: He's a mountain man, I can tell you. I mean, he's actually taller than Nelson, than big Nelson uh, down at the storm. Yeah. He's, he weighs about uh, 120, he's, well, depending on what day it is, he can weigh 125 kilos one day and 130 <laughs> the next. A bit like you and me heels in our brain,
2: <laughs> We just can't get the low ones. <laughs> mate, what,
1: <laughs> what, uh, no, he's a big unit yeah, and very athletic as well. He gets yeah. around the field well at training. He's still, still growing and still maturing. Into his body, so he'll get an opportunity too on, you know, on Sunday night. Uh, we expect Benny to play to play some NRL this season. Uh, that, again, that that's in his court. The ball's in his court as to how he looks after himself and how he plays and how he trains.
0: Now, I want to know about the family situation. Given that you've got about fifteen hookers in the side, um, <laughs> does Billy <laughs> still drop over with the grandkids, et cetera?
1: Oh, he's he's even bringing meat over now. So he's, <laughs> I
2: Taking your washing away. You
1: of wine, but... <laughs> yeah, no, there's great competition for spots. Here. That's one position where we, well, I feel we've got good depth, you know, across the across the squad, but particularly in the nine jumper, we've got, you know, Billy uh, in front there at the moment, and he'll obviously start the season there. Uh, but there's plenty of competition for spots from, from you know young Blake Moser, Corey Pakes has had a terrific pre-season, and Tyson Smoothie is always reliable and gets mm. the job done for us. All the time. So it's a great position for me as coach uh, to be in, to have some, some good selection choices there. Kelly,
0: just to wrap it up, residue of the grand final. You, you would have wrapped it up, put it to bed. Are these young kids that are, that are not scarred by, by that and they're ready to go?
1: No, they're not scarred by it at all. We reviewed the game uh, in January when the, all the boys came back uh, together. Uh, we've had a look at where we feel we can get better. And a couple of those spaces were some unforced errors that happened to us you know, in the first half, which we kept defending, kept defending, uh, which took some energy away from us in, that second, you know, in the last 20 minutes of, of the game. But also, uh, we stopped playing footy and we just tried to hang on to win, which, as you guys know, you've been around sport a long time. That's not the right way to win. You don't yeah. often win when you're just trying to hang on and, you know, just try and get through to the end of the game and win. That, that doesn't work, particularly uh, for us at the Broncos. We have so much skill in our group you know to defend well and also attack well. So we stopped attacking really and just tried to hang on. So good lessons. When we get back there next year or this year now, it'll be um, those lessons learned will be put us in a much better position. You know, come uh, that period. Of, you know, in the game or you know in grand finals, bigger games. We've certainly got some good learnings from last year, that's for sure. Yeah, it's time to play.
0: Yep. Good Kev- luck, Kevy. Yeah, good yes. luck, mate. We really love that's having it. you on the show. You're always generous with your time to us and we appreciate it. Enjoy Sunday. It all starts up there at BB Star uh, Prince Stadium Sunday afternoon at three. Bronx V the Cowboys, and then we roll on into Vegas. Here we go in Vegas,
1: boys. yeah, <laughs> yeah, <yay, yay>, mate. <laughs> Rain it in you, <laughs> blokes.
0: Good, night, Kevvy. good you, Kevin. Thank you, mate. Thank you.